Hey everybody, it's The Ordinary Joe Show. I always still feel like I'm famous. So today we are in the living room of my glorious mansion in Winnipeg and with me I have a very special guest, Andrea Richardson. And uh, she's a good friend of mine for a long time now. Mm -hmm. We met online. I feel like it's like online dating. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, we met online. And uh, today we have no plan at all about what we're going to talk about. And we've already established the ground rules that it is a shoot the shit session and the fuck word is allowed. So anything can happen here. <laughs> Be prepared. You've been warned. You've been warned. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like I talk about with my other podcasts is that I always like to hunt down people that are ordinary people, extraordinary people, but doing really kick-ass, kick-ass things. So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about here, but uh, how about we kick off the little session and do you want to just talk a little bit about yourself and, and what you're into? Because I think that is going to lead into some really great discussion. That sounds great. First of all, thank you for inviting me on this show. It's pretty great to be thought of on this sort of, in this platform. Podcasts are one of my uh, weaknesses. I listen to them quite often. So to be on one is pretty amazing. Um, I'm an educational audiologist and so, and I work with First Nations children and I fly into remote communities, usually flying and then you have to like boat across to the community or helicopter across to the community or winter road. Um, that's how remote, just giving an idea and um, working in the schools, making sure that the this, the children can uh, have their communication house taken care of. And so there's many adventures that go on with that. <laughs> Traveling with me is always an adventure. Let's just let's just leave it there. Um, my the audiology team pretty sure could attest to that. Um, I enjoy running and I dabble in triathlon also and then ultra marathons. So an ultra marathon is anything above 42 kilometers. Um, so that is fun. It's the challenge of it all and putting all the pieces together and seeing where they lead you and where they fall and what you need to quickly learn. Steep learning curve. Yeah, definitely. Because that's not an easy thing, is it? No. Yeah. And I think the one thing that I love about your story and that we always have so much to talk about is that your auto audiology world, like your travels up north, have connected you with your sport and getting to know the community mm -hmm. it's all it's all kind of connected so I think what I would be interested in talking about to begin with is is first of all let's talk about like like how long have you been going up north and and you've really connected with the communities up there yes and and like on a really emotional like personal level which is super super cool I don't think it's just a job for you no, I was, it's funny, I was actually having a conversation last night with my dad and he was asking me what my five-year plan was and all these fatherly type questions and it, the um, monetary compensation came up and I was like, I don't do what I do for monetary compensation. I do what I do because I enjoy what I do and I happen there happens to be a paycheck but that's not why I do what I do that's right. and he was very um he didn't understand that concept I mean he's 
it was just odd to him that that wasn't the forefront. And I'm like, if it, it's only about the money, then that's what it's about. But there's more to life than just monetary compensation. I mean, you need it to survive. But beyond that, that's shouldn't be your sole purpose for doing something. Yeah. And I think, you know, at some point, many people, and I won't say all people, because we can't blanket statement. No. Some At some point in life, we we get that lesson, don't we? Sure, money is great. And, and money buys a lot of things, but it goes beyond success and yeah. happiness goes beyond, beyond just the, the financial gain. So, so given that, so in what way has working with the communities up North really been impactful for you, I guess, like, cause it, it's more than money. Yes. Um, when you, I, I can explain to everyone how what the remote looks like I could I can explain it to you and you will understand but until you're actually there and then you get the aha moment then you finally get it and so it's just um yeah it I there's I really am very fond of the Island Lake area so that's Garden Hill the Sagamac Red Sucker Lake St. Teresa Point um they're all connected by water and they're all their own separate islands. They're separate yet together. And um, anyways, so with St. Teresa Point, their church um, burned down in 2021. And um, anyway, so then I took it upon myself to fundraise for the community because no one, it was never talked about down here. And being that remote, you can feel, we've all felt this way, you feel alone, remote or not, you can always feel so isolated. And so then given the fact that they're isolated times two, yeah. right? And so just feeling alone, feeling that no one down here, we call Winnipeg down south, mm-hmm. um, like they just felt alone. So I was like, oh, what can I do on my end? And so then I, I fundraised as much as I could. And then I... Um, talked about it and just that kind of thing and it's I mean fundraising is hard because everyone sort of you can fundraise forever for everything right and so um, it's more about creating the awareness and then in November of last year I did this challenge where I rode my bike inside um, for every weekend in November so the first weekend was 50 kilometers Saturday, 50 kilometers Sunday. The following weekend was 50 kilometers Saturday, 50 miles Sunday. The following weekend was 50 miles Saturday, 100 kilometers Sunday. And then the following weekend was 100 kilometers Saturday and 100 miles. (laughs) And so I'd never, I mean, I've ridden 100 miles outside once before, Mm -hmm. um, but I've never ridden 100 miles inside on the trainer so it's like biking to nowhere literally yeah for it took me seven hours (laughs) (laughs) and um anyway so then it's just basically if you can endure that whole process and you can endure all that then then you're at the same time the community knows that they're not alone that people do think about them and at the same time that I was riding 100 miles I mean you're going through all these emotions right and my really good friend Tanya she's from the community. She was messaging me and she was saying as a result of all of this that I was doing for the community, all this support, they had put in together 
the community put together a makeshift church and they were having a service at the same time that I was doing 100 That's miles. That's amazing. That's amazing. Right? And so then they were praying for me. And it was just because you're feeling all these emotions. Like, does anyone, you go through your mind. Does anyone, like, here in Winnipeg, is anyone really caring? Like, yeah. is this making a difference? Yeah. I haven't, I didn't really fundraise as much as I could. What can I be doing more? And then Tanya is very wisdomy. She's a great human. I'm sure wisdomy is a word at some point. Um, She's like, it's not about the mon- It's not about the money. It's about you showing your support and yeah. doing what you can to show the community your love and yeah. your love. And so then, when you think about it like that, that's pretty much what everything should be, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a perfect world. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, too, I was inspired by you and Leroy, and so that sort of that sort of uh, springboarded. Yeah. 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 It helped progress or whatever tumbleweed or. Yeah. That was a really, you know, like even hearing your story and your journey, you know, doing all that, that work to support your community up North and, and it goes beyond the money because, because yeah. we were all connected in a really special way, you know, and, and that yeah. post that you made about, you know, your friends up North and, you know, going to the church service and, yeah. you know, they had felt a, a level of despair and hopelessness and, you know, it was really tough. But here they knew that you were you were doing something really hard for them. You were suffering yeah. to support them. And and there's that connection. And then just knowing, uh, like for our, our friends who are just tuning in, uh, Leroy was a special person uh, yes. who lived on the streets. And, um, you know, there are countless stories about how he connected the world. But uh, his sister-in-law, who lives in the jungle of Guyana, you know, never met her in person, but we were able to share that story with her and, mm. and show her that Leroy's legacy is not only just living on, but it's connecting more and more people. Yes. Yeah. And you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have that connection and know that people are out there are thinking of you, supporting you, willing to suffer for you, willing mm. to, to go the extra hundred miles for you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's, that's yeah. huge because that's what gets you through the tough times. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I mean, given the fact that the world is a place, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's, a bit of, <laughs> it's a bit of another place and we yeah. can all attest to that. Um, we've, you can really, really, really see the disconnect. Huge. Like you can just feel it and it's everywhere and we're, we've gotten used to not being connected. And I have a real hard time with that. And I struggle with that and I was in a hard place. I'm just coming out of that, right? And so um, it's, yeah, it, I do my best to look for those connections, like talking with the grocery store people, yeah. talking with random people, smiling, giving someone a random compliment. I mean, it sounds really trivial or really small, but as humans, I'm finding we love to complicate everything. We overthink And we turn the simplest things into the hardest things. Meanwhile, you like someone's hair, tell them you like their hair. You like their glasses, tell them you like their glasses. You're inspired by them, say you're inspired by them. You love someone, tell them you love them. It's not complicated. (laughs) It's not complicated. And one simple thing like that can yield such big results. You know, because, you know, looking from the outside in, a person might think that's just a bike ride. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's just a bike ride. But look at the impact. Yeah, that that had not only on on your friends up north, but but on yourself, 
you know, because you probably had some lessons yourself going on that journey. Yes. <laughs> Always lessons. I, I love um, being the student. I, yeah, I love that's one, one of my favorite things is always learning and you're given, there's all these things that you, we have to, an elder was talking with us and he was saying to us that the world is always giving you signs. You just need to open your eyes to them. Yeah. And so, um, before he said that, um, earlier this year, I lost my really good friend, Chris, he passed away suddenly. And when I was walking into work the morning that he passed, I didn't know at this point, I was walking up um, like the sidewalk to work. I was the first one there. And I, there was this dead bird laying in front of me. And I was like, oh, that's sad. And so then I went and took it. There's this um, pine tree in like just in the front. So I legit buried it mm -hmm. and, um, you know, made this little makeshift little thing for it, said a prayer and then went inside and life goes on. I was just getting ready to text Chris. Wow. Wow. Just getting ready to text him. Um, because we, it was Monday, I hadn't talked to him for a few days. It was the Tuesday actually after the long weekend in May. And um, then whatever, I was just like legit picking up my phone. And then I guess an email came in. Mm -hmm. I hadn't read my email yet. This was like around 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. And then um, these people start coming to my office. And then um, my friend Kendra was like, did you read your email? And I was like, no. And so then she's like, you should check. And so then I did, and yeah, it was that, yeah, he had suddenly passed away. Shit. And so then, um, that's devastating because he was basically here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And um, so then the elders came. That's what I love about my, where I work is that there's elders always on hand and we can learn so much. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's what he said. He said on that exact moment, that day when we went to go have our sharing circle, he said, there's always signs. The world's always telling you something. And I was like, oh, the dead bird was a sign that something had happened. And I just didn't know yet. Something had happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, like, you you provided such honor and care for that bird, too, yeah. in, its, in its final moments, right? Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah. And so now I really, I'm really, I mean, I always believed in signs, but now I'm not looking for them, but you become acutely aware yes. of, of things. Yes. Um, and so, and it's, it's just a different perspective. It really causes you to listen more so than talk. Cause yeah. I'm a talker, Yeah. <laughs> but um, I find myself just sort of observing a lot more and yeah. just really just yeah. listening to people. So yeah, it's just. All part of it, all part of the growth, part of the growth, part of the journey. And when you become, when you steal yourself and become open yourself to receiving those, those mm -hmm. lessons mm -hmm. and the, the gifts come along too. And, and that's kind of one thing that I've learned over the past couple of years, you know, because we have all faced our share of adversity and sometimes we want to hide and stay away from that adversity. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. But with every piece of adversity comes a lesson yes. and comes a gift. Yes. Yeah. And being open to that is kind of our saving grace. Yeah, yeah. And not, not resisting it and just accepting it. And so things don't work out X way. Well, there's clearly a reason why it doesn't work mm -hmm. out X way. Like for this job that I have, it's not even a job. It's just what I do is what I tell everyone. Yeah. yeah. I applied for it um, in uh, 2017, June. I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. I did not get it. And 
the so that they hired someone else and so then I remembered that at my interview one of um, the clinical leads she said that oh we'll probably be hiring someone else if you don't get this we'll probably be hiring someone else in like the new year and so then for whatever reason so fast forward to uh, January 2018 uh, the next day I was checking the website and the next day uh, it was the deadline so I had yeah I had like 12 hours to get yeah. my stuff together but the funny thing is I had it all ready from before so I yeah. just resubmitted resubmitted um, my my things and then boom uh, February 12th 2018 that's amazing so they had to so the organization had to go through a learning curve with that first audiologist that didn't work out oh. she ended up quitting yeah and then they they took from that what they learned and then so then I came on yeah. and then they didn't allow their same mistakes so that I would mm -hmm. stay yeah and so had I been that first audiologist right. happens for a reason right yeah it didn't happen for a reason mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's so, beautiful yeah yeah and so yeah so that was pretty fantastic and it's amazing how you can change one thing and it just changes your entire yeah your entire life. Like I didn't realize I, I, I used to work in private practice for mm -hmm. audiology mm -hmm. and um, it's never my jam. I mean, I love audiology, but this just the environment wasn't, right. I always knew that I'd never wanted to be in private practice. Um, anyways, I was being bullied. I was being bullied yeah. at work. Yeah. And I never really, you just accept it, but also too in my marriage, we're friends, but we're not together. We're yeah. better, whatever. And so, but it was the same kind of idea. You get used to feeling yeah. bad about you and that's the normal. That becomes normalized. Yes. And yeah. so then I got this new job with uh, Manitoba First Nations and then I started getting respect, which gave me the confidence to realize my marriage probably isn't the greatest thing in wow. the world. Gave me the confidence to yeah. separate best decision we both could have made yeah. for ourselves and our daughter. Yeah, yeah. And then so all those, you know, chain of events. Yeah. Sort of you get that confidence just from one little change. One little thing. And I so, love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, you were open to that one little yeah. change and open to receiving that, that lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one ever wants to admit, right? You don't no. ever want to admit that, oh, my job isn't, I'm not really happy, or oh, my marriage, that's... That's right. That you're not, you're supposed to stay together, you're supposed to work it out, you're supposed to, supposed to, supposed to. That's right. But sometimes, yeah, the supposed to is not good for anyone. Yeah, and I think we get wrapped up with this, you know, a few notions is that, that our life has to be linear, and mm. it has to follow like a, a certain expected path that society places on us. Yeah. We're supposed to do this, stay in one marriage. We're supposed to have this this certain kind of job, and 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 make a certain income, mm -hmm. and and that's the way it's supposed to go. And so when we might not necessarily be open to those little hints, like you need to make a change, it's time to make a change, mm -hmm. and it's okay to veer off that path that everybody else expects you yeah. to be on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm always I've always been off that path. Yeah, I don't think I ever follow a path. <laughs> Which I, I just love. Think, I think I just do my own thing and. That's the that's, best thing. That's though. what that's what you have to do, and yeah. you always end up being a trailblazer without even meaning to, just because you're like, or you get told no, yeah, yeah, and then you're like, well, I'll show you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when Google Maps tells me it's going to take two hours and twelve minutes to get to X. I'm like, I'll show you, Google. Yeah, I'll get there faster. Yeah, there's another path. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 always another path, and you have to make sure that you're 
you're you're take doing that inner work and yes. take, having the balls to give the other path a try, mm-hmm. regardless of anything. You got to give the other path a try. Oh, absolutely. And taking those risks, and it sounds so cliche, and it sounds so like just words, but it is. It's you're probably more than likely going to fail. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's. But is it failing if you're trying? No. No. And some it's of the not. some of the best, most epic failures and fuck ups have had you know. Oh, that's the first swear. We've only sworn once this time. I know. We we're, I know. we're high schedule. I really apologize, <laughs> you guys. Like we're not meeting our demand here. No. We're not delivering. Not giving enough fucks. Fuck. You know, and and you know, in okay, let's let's take this on another path. As far as giving fucks, is that I think sometimes when we give too many fucks about what people think oh. or what we're supposed to do or about stuff that just doesn't matter, you know? Yes. We could do a podcast. I, I have reached this point in my life. Yeah. I reached this point in my life where I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm like, if you, I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to, if I don't agree with you, I'm going to be respectful. I'm not going to be mean because yeah. you always lead with kindness and love. Yeah. Yeah. And so my outer face may be, oh yeah. But my inner face is being like, huh? Um, yeah. You just, you just reach this level where you just don't, care anymore no. about that stuff yeah I need, I need to i need to care about the stuff that's actually making a difference i need to yes. care about the stuff the meat and the potatoes that's where i need to focus on i don't care yeah. about that my meal that i'm ordering is going to take five extra minutes i'm not going to care yeah. that the bus is five minutes late i'm not going to care that it's snowing i can't change those things yeah. why am i going to waste my energy on things that really we shouldn't really give a fuck about yeah yeah you I really care about the, yeah. the community making these connections making these differences Making sure that we're all okay as humans. Yes. Um, yeah. And I get so, I get so, um, people don't understand that concept. Like last right. night we were talking around, we had a family holiday gathering and I'm just saying that, you know, it's kindness, it's caring about people. I, I do what I do because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, people don't understand that. Yeah. Have we lost our sense of the right thing to do? I, I think we've lost our sense of the right thing to do and our, our, our sense of empathy. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and we are giving, we are devoting our, giving our fucks to, to things that are dividing us Yes. and getting so pissed off about yes. stuff. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. if you're a good person, if you believe X, Y, and Z, and I think it's a bit wackadoodie, I don't give a fuck. No. If you're a good person. Yes. You're, you're not snorting crack on a baby's bum. I don't care. And even no. if you are, if that's. Where you're at your journey, yeah. You know, like I, I love you as a person. We used to, like I've noticed that we're so quick to cut each other down, yeah. And it's like no, and I get and I got like I said, I struggled for um, during COVID, and then how everything after COVID and everything got lifted, all the restrictions came on. We had to be normal all yeah, of a yeah. sudden, like yeah. it was complete. Everything shut down, and then oh, surprise! Everything's open. You can go back to living normally, but yeah, I don't know hard. how to do that. Yeah. And combined with losing Chris and then combined with developing crappy habits over those two years. Yeah. Um, and all that. So, uh, yeah, I struggled over the summer. I basically gave up running. I basically gave up pretty much lots of things mm-hmm. just because I was just not feeling it. I was not yeah. enjoying it. I wasn't living. I was worried about – I was yeah. giving my fucks to things that just – Yeah. You th- – like just at that moment, I just, yeah, I couldn't, I didn't know how to handle it. And so then finally started talking about it more. Yeah. Yeah. 
and instead of hiding behind it, owning it, trying to figure out how and why. Mm -hmm. And um, then I was at a few races where I didn't do any races, any running races, but I went to, my friends were, so I went to show support. Yeah. I volunteered at all the races because I'm like, this is going to help yeah. me. Yeah. Um, get the love back. And so then I was talking with some people and they were feeling the same way. And so then, and then everyone has this preconceived notion too, right? Andrea a year ago was at every race. Andrea a year ago was right. doing X, Y, and Z. Andrea a year ago was, yeah. as well, I'm not Andrea a year ago. I'm Andrea 2022. Right, right, right. And yeah. so then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not, I got okay with saying I'm not okay. You know, there's a couple things here that I'm noticing that I really love and respect about you. Uh, number one, like somebody, somebody of the millions who are listening to this podcast right now. Because we have a huge, following. huge following. Of course. Um, Subscribe some... now. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that like button. No, yeah. but honestly, like I'm, I'm guessing and hoping and guessing, but more guessing is that at some point, somebody's going to listen to to you you be so vulnerable and open with the fact that you struggled and think fuck i was i i'm i'm struggling right now mm -hmm. fuck and it's okay to say that because we are yes. we live in a society with the instagram filters uh, and and all the shit that like i'm living the perfect life i'm living the dream and i'm doing great where it's okay to say fuck i am not doing great and i'm struggling and so and you were having a you're you're opening up just in general mm -hmm. you're having those conversations with your friends but also you aren't just sitting in your shit. You are taking those baby steps yes. to to work on that, and that's a two that's a two pronged approach, right? Yes, it's okay to to talk about it. It's okay to admit it to your friends and and say your shit, which I've really had a hard time doing in my life. Yeah, you know, most really, people do. Really working on that, mm -hmm. and and then also also starting to work on your shit. And one thing, like I mean, I will. Oh, that lady slipped. Oh, fuck, sorry. Oh, just snooping on the lady next door slipped on her bum she's okay though okay she's okay good. but um kind of what has gotten like i've had a lot of shitty things go on you know mm -hmm. COVID too and mm -hmm. you know all this stuff but my kind of ma mantra now is the 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 worse you feel the harder you work the harder you work yes the better you feel and so when i'm when i'm at that place when i'm feeling really shitty and anxiety and depression or whatever then i just think get your ass down there and get working Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah and I totally feel the same way I mean yeah we need to talk about it absolutely but then at the end of the day you you need to make a plan that works for you yeah. you need to do that on the inside you can lead a horse it's the, that age old saying you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink totally and that's like it for everything if someone's not ready to take that approach or the people aren't checking in yeah um then that can lead to so many things i have been down the path of rebuilding myself so many not yeah a yeah. lot of times and that's a lot okay of times. right that's okay mm -hmm. and so i kind of know how to get myself out of it it may take me longer the the reasons for you know needing to rebuild changes because yeah. it's fluid yeah but i kind of know the process so that helps me yeah yeah um but definitely coming up with a plan with yourself and I knew that it was the mental game it was my mental game that needed that needed work to, to be working on yeah. and yeah. um and so I that's what I'm focusing on now is that mental game the mindset changing my perspective on so many things mm -hmm. like listening more talking less being simple 
being honest, being okay with saying no. Yeah, yeah. Being okay with saying no. That's That was huge with me. Mm-hmm. I would always say yes, 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 yes. And then, you know, then you're half-assing everything. And so yeah. now I just pick and choose. Um, and I'm finding large events challenging. Mm-hmm. I don't – I used to love going to large events. Now yeah. it's like – yeah. No, it's not my jam. Like mm-hmm. even last night at our family function, everyone was in the basement and and it's fine. It's family. It's I love my family and yeah. all the kids and holidays and go team. It was just hot and it was like loud and it was just <laughs> I'm like I the, I the, the it, it was just a lot to go on and so mm-hmm. a lot happening and so then I just went upstairs at my aunt's place. And then I was hanging out with um, Maddie, my daughter, and her cousins, all the little kids. They were playing some murder mystery, not murder mystery, but some game, some spy game. Okay. They made it up, and I was the number one suspect. <laughs> That's great. But I'm like, but what did I do? And they're like, no, you're just you're just the suspect. I'm like, but you need to have, like, a reason to be. And she's like, they're like, you're the suspect because you came in here looking all guilty. I'm like... <laughs> That's our like, life. That's, that's a game. At. That's where we're that's at. A, okay. Right I'm like, you're, that's a pretty great game. But anyway, um, <laughs> and, but it was more like, it wasn't as like, I felt like I wasn't as closed in. And yeah. so it was just nice to just know that I needed that five minutes of yeah, quiet and yeah. being the number one suspect. Yeah, that's good. And you're removing that chaos from your life. Yes. So maybe that's why you gravitated towards that, right? Yeah. 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 And so it was just... Yeah, it was good. And so, but just knowing, knowing that is huge. Huge. And so, and yeah. most people don't, they just suffer through it. And so if you need to take five minutes, you yeah. need to take five minutes. If you need to take 10 minutes, lock yourself in a bathroom, take 10 minutes, lock yourself in a bathroom. I'm pretty sure we've all done that. Yeah. And there's a couple, a couple of really good points there. Um, that number one, uh, what, what works for your, your health journey and your peace journey is not necessarily going to be what somebody no. else needs, and and so a it's a good it's okay to try a bunch of different shit to see what works. Like I got a combo plan that I do, <laughs> and, and, and recon, uh, yeah. yeah, you know I got I got my my combo plan, but my combo plan isn't the same as Dean's. No, isn't the same as Luke's. No, and um, I totally forgot my other point, but uh, I don't know. It'll come to me later. Yeah, it's okay. I walked it. I walked into the kitchen <laughs> yesterday, and I'm like, why am I here right now? Yeah, I don't know why. I came here for a reason. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I was in the shower. I'm like, oh, now I remember. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a hot mess. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So making that commitment to to just trying your shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, trying different shit is and that's And is that's, okay. the, that's the beauty of it. Yes. Yeah. That's the absolute beauty of it is that, sure, it's scary, but you get to try all these new things. Yeah. It's like trying new food. Yeah. Right? And trying new food can be scary. There's weird shit out there. People eat wildflowers and infused with ginger and not knocking all that stuff. But yeah. like there's weird stuff. Yeah. And so, but it's cool to try. It's cool to try new recipes. And that's like with your like self-care. You get to try, try yoga. If that doesn't work or you get stuck or you're a tin yeah. man, like much like me. Yeah. Try something else. I've yeah. been reading a lot more and I'm, I want to learn how to crochet. Oh my gosh. That's will be an event I that I'll need to record. Yeah. But like. To, just to try it, just to see, I mean, is this going to be relaxing or is it going to cause me to rage and rip the thing apart? Well, it's probably going to cause me to rage and rip the thing <laughs> apart. We all know this, people. Um, but I'm going to try because who knows? Maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be some sort of zen situation. 
Yeah, you never, you never <laughs> know. Like I never thought that I would like yoga. Uh, and and if you like, just picture a marshmallow trying to fold in half. Yeah, that's that's my scene. But I love it. I totally, oh, I, I do. I yeah. love the guided meditations that they yeah I love that, that. they talk you oh yeah. it's my favorite I'm like I could just lay here and do the poses and just it causes you to have those those thoughts like those to really just look yeah. inside yourself yeah and, get in there mm-hmm. yeah and I just enjoy eliminate that shit mm-hmm. and one thing that I found I just stumbled upon it because and in being open I have a driving I have a fear of being on the road like driving oh so really winter, you yeah that's why we're not going anywhere today because i'm not leaving the house till may <laughs> but uh, i'll come pick you up i don't care about driving in the winter yeah yeah so <laughs> so i would googled and i'll put this on the website too in case of any one of my million followers wants it <laughs> i started googling self-hypnosis for for driving anxiety and they're actually oh. that's a thing yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. So I bought all these. I just went nuts and bought like scads of different self-hypnosis tapes. And the guy, the company is based in the UK and uh, they're about 25 minutes long and you can get like hypnosis for smoking and sobriety and weight loss and, you know, anger and, and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I never hear a thing. I have one for binge eating too, like, like weight loss and because I have a binge eating problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love those chips. Chips are the best. I, like, I could snort that stuff. <laughs> If you see me and I've got like this rim of like orange yeah. around my nose, I'm just snorting that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, but so I, I listen to it before I go to bed and yeah. it's pretty funny because uh, uh, it just puts me in such a deep state of relaxation and peace that I snore like a trucker oh. and I never remember a thing. Mm-hmm. I turn it off and I'll tell you, effective as fuck. Oh, see? Effective as fuck. Because <gasps> yeah. so many things happen when you sleep that we don't even yeah. know. It's rewiring oh, the uh-huh. stuff. It's amazing. Oh, that's why the sleep is so important and it's so underrated. Yeah. I make sure that I get a minimum eight hours a night. Oh, I got to have my sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maddie goes to bed. Yeah. I go to bed. Yeah. And that's if you how wake it is. me up in the middle of the night, I'm a real dink. Oh, I get up five times to pee. So. I'm an asshole, though. If you wake me up, though, oh, okay, I'm a it's complete different. asshole. <laughs> it's a wonder we're still married, really. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. And that's that's really the truth. <laughs> yeah. No, I I that's always been my thing is um sleep. I, I will make sure that I get the sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's self care, right? Yeah. Like doing this stuff, especially now. Yeah. So one question and then and then forty more. <laughs> Six thousand. We're gonna be here till noon. We're ordering pizza later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pizza. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so in your journey of working mm-hmm. up north, mm-hmm. um, and you've made these connections, and and I think you know, even just based on what you've talked about uh, now, is like what has really transformed you, or what have what have your friends up there, or your experiences up there, what have they really taught you about life or about yourself? Like, what's been really like impact? Like, what have you learned? What have they taught you? Oh so many things um but the the main thing the main thing is that the children are are everything yeah like the, it's all about the children yeah and we have to always have to keep that in mind the children at the forefront when we're making any decision yeah and how can we make things better for them um kindness all that how the land teaches us so much and it mm-hmm. it's given us so much but we aren't respecting it enough yeah fair hey um yeah the elders they have been around they know mm-hmm. um and 
we need to remember the teachings and I don't I mean yes I I'm t- saying this from a first nations perspective but that can be applied to yeah, it's whichever yeah. whichever religion I mean they're all called different things but essentially they mean the same to me I don't mean well, yeah. to offend anyone yeah um but as long as we're doing things honestly with love mm-hmm. then everything kind of works out yeah, that has to be there. And you have to yeah. take those risks and you have to, like we've said, be vulnerable mm-hmm. and not think you know what you're doing, but just know that the the creator has mm-hmm. this path and you just need to be open to to it. And yeah. and just and always um my well my friend Sheila, she took me um sage harvesting and um, I'd never done that before and she showed me how and what you have to do you say a prayer yeah. and you ask yeah you say and you say a prayer and then you harvest it and same with cedar um, and so it's just all about respect foundation of life mm-hmm. hey love and respect mm-hmm. yeah, yeah of all things yeah of, of all things mm-hmm. yeah and yeah and the first nations culture they just they laugh in the face of everything that they've endured. That's amazing. They right? are always, they all are always laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And that too, like that is, it's a, it's perspective. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a perspective thing. We can learn so much from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and, and when you think, see once you make it simple, mm-hmm. it's not, you don't need some 6,000 page book going into the science, science of it all and this study and that study and all that. No, just, Honestly, live honestly, be respectful, be kind, and love a lot. That's I just basically love that. it. Yeah, I really love that. <laughs> yeah, and that, you know, I'm going to take that as a lesson. I'm going through some some shit right now. Uh, shit and just going through some shit. But yeah. it's keep it simple, right? Mm-hmm. Love and respect. Let's just, let's get just back down to that um, yeah. principle. And I'm not saying my life is all rainbows and unicorns. Trust yeah. me, it's not. I'm, I trust me, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a, a thing um, and I look like I'm put together but half the time I'm making it up as I go yeah. much like everyone but I struggle just as much as everyone else and I just like what you were saying when things get hard you work harder and that's what I apply things to and I get told no all the time yeah I get told no or you should be doing this way or why are you doing that what what is the reasoning for this and I'm you just sort of agree and or look at them and yeah say peace out yeah this is what i'm gonna do yeah, yeah. i love and that i just need to find a way to get to x there may it may not be the straight and narrow like everyone thinks it is my pathway hey people i have my doctor of audiology so yes you can call me dr andrea i don't i only use that drop the doctor when people are being dicks to me and right I, otherwise i don't pull it out there's no need for labels yeah. in my world um, I got, so when I was getting my undergrad, I got kicked out of university. What? I was academically suspended for two years. Holy shit. I went back to school and everyone says, oh, you won't go back to school. That's bullshit. Um, people, if someone wants to go back to school, yeah. they will go back to school. Fuck yeah. So when p- parents are all like, oh, you have to go to university right away. No, you don't. You're, no. If your child wants to, they're just a, who at 18 knows what they want to be. Fuck not me. Not yeah. most kids. <laughs> not most kids. There are a few. There are a few that, sure. that really, and that's great. Yeah. But I was, anyway, academically suspended, kicked out, 
went back to school, got my undergrad. Then I was supposed to be a speech language pathologist. So I went down to University of North Dakota and I had to get some so post baccalaureate. So I got course, uh, some courses to apply to grad school yeah. for speech. But then I decided that I no, I was not going to be a speech. And I took one audiology course because you have to. And then I'm like, audiology is what I'm going to do. I love it. So then I changed. So then I was applying to audiology. I applied to nine grad schools, people. Yeah, nine. nine. One took me. I got <laughs> rejected from eight. I still have all the letters. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah. then I went to grad school. I was on the dean's list, top of my class. There's seven of us in our class. We're all still friends. I'm still friends with my professors that yeah, I went to Idaho cool. State University. And yeah. here I am. Here you are. Like, I mean, yeah, so many, so many great lessons, you know, like, uh, you know, you know, getting booted out for those two years mm-hmm. gift because yeah. it puts you on a different path that you needed to be on mm-hmm. hard as fuck. People doubted you. So mm-hmm. what? Keep, keep going. And, and it's okay to get those no's like, yeah. no's are not a bad thing. No. Nope. Yeah. Just means not right now. You got another path to take and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mad respect. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I have my doctor, but I didn't follow the straight and narrow like everyone else did. And yeah. I was like one of the oldest in my class, but that doesn't matter because I'm still where I am. And I'm, and I, yeah, I remember being in grad school and saying that I'm going to change the world. I love it. And then here I am. Yeah. Kind of sort of changing the world oh, one year yeah. at a time. Sure you are. And so it's all about just you have this passion, you need to find it, and then you need to harbor it, and you need to just stop at nothing to to do what you want yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And people are always going to say no, because when people are happy, everyone gets pissy, which I don't understand that concept. That's true. Yeah. I'm happy, yeah. so I'm going to bring you down. Like, what? How about let's just be happy together and have yeah. some donuts and baked goods. Yeah, and be happy for each other. <laughs> and my <laughs> motto, like one one motto that I've really had to adopt over my life is, I love you, but fuck you. I love you, but fuck off. Like, yeah. you know, I love you, but fuck off. Right now, you're I'm really annoying me. Yeah. Like I say to Stephen, my partner, boyfriend, but I feel like I'm in high school when I say boyfriend. <laughs> um, it's like, I love you, but you're chewing right now and I'm going to like rip your head off. Yeah. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> or like he sleeps and then he clicks. Oh, what? He clicks. Oh, he, he clicks. Oh. <laughs> and so then even today he's like, how did you sleep? I'm like, you're a horrible sleeper. You keep moving and you sleep like a V and then your butt hits me. And I'm like, he's like, but I had a good sleep. I'm like, well, but good. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. for you there, You're bud. lucky. I love you. <laughs> I know. Good thing you're cute. That's great. That's great. No, that's so true. And so one thing that I've, that I love uh, is, is how you're taking, like you talked about changing the world and, and, you know, we can laugh about it, but it's really true. Like, I mean, you've really made a big impact on, on your, your community up North, which is massive. Um, But you're taking, you're taking your, your love of training and your devotion to your training. Yes. And you're making an impact all the time and you're always coming up with these I got a fucking idea which I love because I'm like I got an idea (laughs) too yeah well yeah my newest idea is um there's this island lake search and dive team okay and so it's the only first nations search and rescue team um in Canada wow and my friend Tanya who I spoke of she's on it okay she's on the search and she took the training and they had that last summer and so what I'm doing now is I'm fundraising 
to raise money so that they can buy more equipment. We that is so needed. And so that this is, is so needed. Yeah, and so yeah. this is what my project is for the new year. Like I started it, so I yeah. had like a kickoff swim. Basically, I swam for three hours in a pool. I swam seven point two five kilometers in three hours. Yeah, the mo- the longest pool swim that I've ever done in my life. That's um, and my goggles didn't fog up once. So that's pretty awesome. The magic five, um, is the name of the goggle company. Okay. Anyway, great goggles anyways. And so, and my, and Tanya came Yeah. and she is an amazing, she's amazing. She's in Europe right now. Um, for, uh, the UN declared a day. I don't know all the details oh, okay. for in, the indigenous languages. Okay. And so she went, her and three other people from Manitoba, um, they're on this like journey of like preserving the language yeah, and so important. finding the dialect. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so she was here and she, <laughs> she swam with me her longest swim ever in her life, let That's, alone in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, she's so cute. She was saying uh, when we were done, she was saying, I was watching you swim and I thought to myself, wow, <laughs> Andrea can really swim. That's what real swimming is. <laughs> But what I'm doing is strolling in the water. Strolling. I'm a, I'm, a stro- I'm a paddler and a stroller and a yeah. bobber. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was really cute. That's great. Um, but anyway, so then I have all these ideas on how to be more successful with fundraising um, so that it's better, not better, more successful, I guess, yeah. than the St. Teresa Point for the church. And so I have a few events, but the penultimate moment is going to be hopefully in July of next year. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to swim open water. So we're thinking Lee River in Lac de Bonnie. Okay. Uh, about 26 miles. That's continuous. crazy. And Holy so then shit. if I do the math, it would take me about 18 hours. Yeah. 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 That's bananas. And, Nonstop. And funds will go to the diving team. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I have a story for you. And we're going to talk about how we can how we can jump on and start supporting you. Mm-hmm. Because the more we get the word out, right? Yes. So last, was it last summer? Not this past summer, but the summer before. Shit, I, I, my brain. Yes, but it's anyhow, okay. You're not alone. Uh, Southwestern Manitoba Community Reston um, is where I, I grew up and went to school. And they made a mat, little man-made lake there. Mm-hmm. It's not very deep. I think it's maybe six feet deep. I'm not sure. It's just this little lake, which is a fantastic addition to the community. Oh, absolutely. It's fantastic. Yeah. So one night, my friend and I... Um, Decided to meet there for a drink because, you know, we, I was out there for the week and we hadn't yeah. seen each other. She lived in Melita and we decided just to hang out at the picnic tables and, and have a drink. And and this family um, came and had a, they were going to, you know, do this, had, they came parked kind of beside us. And they were from the, the local indigenous reserve that was uh, down the highway. Great people, really great people. Uh, my friend knew uh, a couple of the people in the group and uh, they were just you know, there was a couple of kids there and a couple of adults and they were just going to have a swim. It was like Friday or Saturday night. And then all of a sudden, one of the, the adults says like, where's so-and-so? Oh. Like, have you seen so-and-so? And this lake is legit six feet deep. Like it's fucking nothing. And we, we got up and we we're all searching and it's by a golf course. We were searching the golf course and uh, he had drowned and, and they, they, it took 
you know, the community, like the, the, like the paramedic, like the fire team came and, and whatnot. And they were in there trying to search and, you know, they're like, is he in there? Like, we're not sure, but we think so. And, and my friend and I were fairly certain that he was cause we, nobody saw him get out. And they, I think they brought the dive team from Brandon, I think. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But finally by midnight, um, they had discovered his, his body, which is oh, completely wow. tragic. Yes. So to get dive teams for our communities up north, mm-hmm. for our rural communities, yeah. if there is such a need for that. And, uh, you know, I've always thought of, of that family because fuck devastating, just fucking oh. devastating. You know? I can't even imagine because you can drown in two inches of water. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. not like a case like, and I mean, I, I really have to express this, that it's not a case where, where this young man was fucking around or acting like a dick or, no, anything or, can or supremely hammered. He wasn't like, I mean, I think there was, you know, some, some suspicions, but he was just a young man yeah. floating around, having a good time. Nobody will know what happened. No. Um, he didn't deserve it. And, no. and the, 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 the despair, yeah. you know, the trauma for that family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we can get, if we can get that kind of, you know, services for our, our communities up North mm-hmm. all across the board and our rural communities, like, you know, so maybe there's a way, like, I mean, if you're, if you're watching this podcast and you're, you're impacted by this, then, you know, we can share the contact information because, yes. you know, anything at all to, to honor our communities and the support that they're trying to do and, and support is mm-hmm. a big deal. Well, yeah, it just goes to the fact of letting people know that they're not alone. Like, we may not have experienced something exactly that they've experienced, Mm -hmm. but just being a human, we can understand the emotions and the feelings. And just, that's another thing, too, is that what I've learned from going up north and just in general um, is that everyone just wants to be loved. Like, everyone just wants to know that they're not alone and people are listening. Yeah, yeah. And like it comes back to we're so isolated with everything. Like everything's virtual. Everything is Zoom. Everything is Teams. Everything is like Uber Eats and like Uber and like skip the dishes. And like that's just causing us to be more separate. Yeah. The kids are all texting. <laughs> yeah. And everyone talks. We talk. We text to people in the same room. Oh, yeah. And and it's just so I'm, – I'm really militant with Madeline, my daughter – um she basically never gets electronics she has to be able to hold a conversation which yeah she does and yeah, she can that's and, but that's rare it is rare and it's it rare. rare it's not just teens it's all no. across the board yeah. that we are losing that that human connection yeah. which you know is so important it's, so yeah. if we can do something for our communities up north we can raise money we can get those supports but we can say we give a shit yeah. It's that give a shit factor. Right. And yeah. it's, yeah, totally. I mean, everyone, that's all everyone wants is, you know, yeah. validation. Give a shit. Right? Yeah, I care. I'm here. I got you. Yeah. Here's some rainbows and unicorns. I love it. that's what I love. <laughs> I am a unicorn. And I just have to say, like, I mean, I have to tell everybody that every morning when I get up and work out, invariably there is a message from you on my Instagram. I don't know how you come up with that shit. It's just so great. It's just, that's so, just it's like little nuggets of gold. I just, yeah. um, I just think, and that's what I write. I've been told I, I should write it. a book. It's so, about, you can about record that like shit. That. Yeah. yeah, you really could. <laughs> it just comes so natural. It's just, I love it. And the stuff that you come up with. So these little inspirational messages, like you got this and, and all this stuff and the little emoticons or emojis mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I might say, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like that's but i'm feeling it i'm feeling it in here (laughs) 
And the thing is, when yeah. I message you, I don't expect a response yeah. back. I'm just like, I like basically, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking of you and you're in my thoughts. And this is my way of yeah. connecting, letting you know that I got you. Changing the world like that. Those little messages are making a big impact. So do you send that like to a bunch of people? Mm-hmm. I love it. I do. I've I been doing it. it since COVID. So what made you start doing that? Because I just would think about what I'd want to hear. Fuck yeah. Right. Right. And I know yeah. if I'm feeling this way, then other people are feeling this way. Yeah. And so then that's what I, that's how I started it. Yeah. Human connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are impacting the world one ear at a time, one ba- swim at a time. <laughs> basically, want to know what? I'll give you some insight. Yeah. I basically, when I'm coming up with that, I'm basically telling myself what I want yeah, to Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. I need to hear this at this yeah. moment. Yeah. And so if I wait around and... I'm in my own brain, right? So, right. and I'm like, oh, I bet you other people would want to hear yeah, this and too. And so, so then that's how I yeah. come up with it. And like, what would I tell myself? I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, we have we have covered a lot of ground today. See, like, always. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think you need to be a recurring guest. Yes. Yeah, and yes. maybe we see, need to do that so we can. We talk could do more. a co-host. <gasps> oh yeah, we and could that's... we could bring on someone else. Well, let's bring no, in we, that Sheila. We could bring in Sheila, and then we could double team her. Let's do oh. it. Let's do it. You guys, I can't I can wait set to it bring up. Sheila in. I could set it up. Yeah, yeah. So, I know the Sheila's. I could text her right after this. Let's do it. So just to give you a little <laughs> bit of a a teaser trailer, man. Oh. This is like I'm legit now. Like if I've got fans and teaser trailers now, like. Fuck. <gasps> Sheila is who I want to be when I grow up. Yes, yes, she's amazing. Yes. So if you were if you were involved in our Leroy Yoga event, uh, Sheila makes these amazing mitts, and they're fur lined and mm-hmm. stuff. But she's got a crazy ass journey that I think I only know a sliver of. Mm-hmm. She's a very good person. Like she is legit, like generous and kind, and and all this stuff. So so yes. yeah, it would be it would be great to have her on because yeah, and I think you she's know, pretty much the coolest badass that I know. So yeah. I aspire to. I aspire. She, uh, I was telling her yesterday that she motivates me and inspires me every single day. And I strive to be a better person because of what she's taught me and what she continues to teach me. Yeah. So I think that'll be a really, because I know just a sliver of Sheila. Yeah. I know just a sliver. And when she delivered those mitts for our yoga event, we stood out on the step and yeah, just even like the the twenty seconds of stuff that she told me about what she does and her journey, mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck, you're amazing!" Mm-hmm. And that's the cool part about this this podcast is that I think we're gonna get an opportunity to meet lots of really amazing people that you just wouldn't have any other fucking clue that are out there. It will give mm-hmm. us hope, I think. And and that's the thing too is that the people that are really making the difference just. Do it. You don't, do you don't it. need kudos. Yeah. You don't need all the stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need all that stuff. You just do it you because do it's it. it's the right thing to do. And you don't even think about doing that's it. That's exactly it. You just do it because that's just your nature. Yeah. And I don't need someone to tell me, oh, you know, talk about you. And, and, and I need to have all the likes and all the, right, the right. crap. You're not no. doing it. You're just doing it. If because... you're doing that, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. Just like. The monetary value right? right if you're right. doing it all just for money then are you really doing it and you're coming out when you give all that stuff you always come out the winner mm-hmm. always you always yeah there's nothing more i love just connecting with random strangers yeah. it's my favorite it's yeah. my absolute favorite you know what we should really do fuck we should do this yes fuck. 
Yeah, yes, fuck. <laughs> we should really get another idea. Yay, I love ideas. Random strangers. We should do, like, I don't know if we do a podcast or something where we just go out and just connect with random strangers and just have, like, yes. discussions with random. Because I love, I'm all about that, too. Yes. I'm all about the Come up with these weird, crazy questions and see how people answer. Yeah, just talk to them. Yeah. What's your, what's your thing? Hey, what makes you happy? Yeah, yeah. I love it. Or what is your idea of a perfect day? What is your per- what does your perfect yeah. day look like? Yeah. Can you answer that? Can you answer that right now? What does your perfect day look like? Well, I think my perfect day is, is connecting with people. Like mm-hmm. that lights okay. my ass and connecting with strangers and finding out their stories. Like I just love that shit. When yeah. people have to think about it and they can't come up with an idea. Yeah. Well, then how do you know what your perfect day? How can you strive for your perfect day if you don't even know what it looks like? And sometimes we might think, oh, a perfect day is the spa or a trip or all that shit. But honestly, mm-hmm. like a perfect day when... When you really sit down and think about it, it is uh, really simple. And I'll give you an example. So I was really sick in November after our yoga event. I got wildly, oh, no. wildly, wildly I remember you saying sick. that. Yeah, you yeah, it was really fucking brutal. And uh, uh, Dean was like, quizzed me like, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? And I was like, fuck, I just don't, I don't feel like I'm not going to die. Like, oh, I, yeah. I just want to feel decent. And so um, now, you know, had my 25th birthday. Uh, on Friday. Yes. And I got up. Happy and, birthday, 25. Thank, thank you. 25 feels good. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I thought, I feel, I feel really good. Yeah. I feel, you know, my bum isn't sore. Like I feel good. Like, and I have a bum story. That's why I would say that. I have to tell you, I tell you my bum story. No, no. Okay. You know what? That's going to be a podcast right there. Is <laughs> my bum story. And I'm going to tell you, this is no shit. I was a keynote speaker for a graduation ceremony on Maletta a year, mm-hmm. a bunch of years ago. Now, are you from Melita? I lived in Melita for eight years. I was, okay. I was a teacher there. And I told my bum story. I opened with my bum story when I did my speech and I got a standing ovation. Nice. Yeah, it's a good story. No, did you ever know Don Robertson of the Robertson family? They moved from there from Melita a long time ago. Doesn't sound But familiar? he was the um, the minister, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, doesn't ring a bell, but he that doesn't mean anything. One of my favorite people. He was an elder. Oh, oh, oh. And his son, David, David Robertson, okay. the author. Yeah. Yeah. That's his son. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. he was one of the elders at Manitoba First Nations Education Resource Center. He was really, a really, really, really strong force. My friend probably knows. Yeah. Knows him. He's, yeah. he was an amazing, super, yeah. Amazing man. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, we have covered a lot of ground. <laughs> Sorry, well, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're just starting to like gossip and stuff. So, no. <laughs> but no. thank you very much. Thank you. This, thank this you. was super. Like, this was like a rock star podcast. I know. Everyone's yep. going to love it. Our million followers. Our million followers. So, to you, our million <laughs> followers, I think we should have Andrea back as a recurring co host, and yes. we need to have Sheila back. Yes, and I you can will set love that her. Up. Yeah, excellent. So, we're going to wrap it up. As always, pay somebody a compliment, buy somebody coffee, just do something really good. And, uh, Yeah, you're a rock star. See you later.